0: It is a Christmas Eve edition of Locked On Panthers. Frank and I are preparing for the holiday season, but we could not help but take a break from wrapping the presents, hanging the stockings by the chimney with care. We could not help but take a break to talk about this amazing week in Pantherland. It has been Crazy, So, we had to get a show in before Christmas. My name is Josh Licht, and I'm one of the writers for PantherParkway.com. And as always, with me is my good friend and yours, Frank Rikas.
1: Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you all are ready for the fantastic holiday that's upon us. Hopefully you've been good, or maybe you've been naughty. I don't know. Either way... Hopefully uh, you have a great holiday. We are coming to you today. We are Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can find us in a ton of places like Stitcher, your Apple Podcast app, on our website, pantherparkway.com. So uh, make sure you join us every day.
0: Every single day we are here talking Panthers hockey. And uh, Frank, I'm excited for the holiday. I, I love Christmas. I love Christmas Eve. I love all the traditions that come with it. Uh, my wife baking quite a few cookies already today as we uh, prepare. But uh, man, it has been a season of ups and downs and, and, and kind of some turns and twists for Pantherland But uh, really, a a really strong week from the Panthers. Now, uh, we know last night was not a good game. You know, the game against Tampa Bay was definitely a frustrating game for Panther fans. But before that, against Ottawa, against Dallas, and against Carolina, the Panthers showed some incredible offensive output with two back-to-back hat-tricks from Noel Achari. Noel, Noel, indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, some great stuff from him. And then, of course, uh, another goal he added in the win against Carolina. So before we jump into Tampa too much, let's talk a little bit about how crazy this week has been.
1: Yeah, it's their, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's the first three-game win streak that they had up until uh, you know we got to Tampa on uh, Tuesday night. And uh, definitely the shuffling of the lines as Coach Quenville went to the line blender, as he often does during the season, and really made some significant uh, changes with uh, the, the, the at least the top nine. And Noel Achari, who is traditionally a fourth line you know, player, it's a, he's a, traditionally been a role player in his career, uh, gets to hop up to the second line with uh, Vincent Trochik and Jonathan Uberdo and my gosh, seven goals, three games? I mean, where is that? where did that come from? I bet you nobody predicted that one.
0: I mean, good enough to get Noel Chari the number one player of the week, uh, as reported by NHL.com. Pretty crazy stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody predicted that Noel Achari would get one hat trick uh, let alone two. But playing with Jonathan Huberdeau and, uh, and Vincent Trocek has really helped uh, Noel Achari's offensive prowess uh, come into form. I don't think anybody was expecting him uh, to be that type of player. But it just goes to show you that um, when you play on those top in that top six uh, with a guy especially like Jonathan Huberdeau, who also had a phenomenal week uh, feeding those pucks to Noel Achari as well as others um, and scoring some of his own, when you have the opportunity to be in a top six role like that, um, it doesn't really matter what kind of player you are. You 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 have a really good chance of scoring. And uh, Nolachari is a guy who plays the game right. He he grinds. He plays hard. He's there every shift. But I think to me, Frank, that the thing that's really stood out from Nolachari's play uh, this last week is the fact that he plays a simple game. Get to the net yeah. and put in the rebound. Get to the net and put in the rebound. And I'm hoping that other players who have benefited from playing uh, in the past many, many, many games with Jonathan Huberto and, and Vincent Chorchak, they're watching this, uh, this simplicity in Nolachari's game. Get to the puck, put in the rebound. Because uh, that's definitely the way that you get noticed. And uh, yeah. by getting noticed, you become the number one player of the week as voted upon by the NHL. Hey, speaking of Nolachari. Frank, uh, a great piece uh, in The Athletic, uh, our favorite online paid subscription newspaper service. Um, we uh, we love George Richards. We love Aaron over there as well. And uh, George had a great piece on nicknames uh, in The Athletic. I'm sure you got a chance to check that out. I and did. My favorite, obviously, is uh, Noel Achari's nickname being Cookie. <laughs> uh, that's a great... Uh, apparently, it refers back to uh, Achari's first game game uh, with the Panthers, he went down to catering uh, to have his pregame meal, and there was no cookies. And apparently, cookies are a part of uh, Achari's, uh you know pregame ritual, and you don't want to mess with those. Pregame rituals are very important no. uh, to guys. Uh, you know, in the words of uh, Michael Scott, "I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious." <laughs> and uh, you know, those guys are definitely so definitely that way. And so uh, he was uh, apparently very upset that uh, there was no cookies available, and he made a big deal out of it, and so therefore he earned himself uh, the nickname Cookies. But to put myself in the in the voice of the great Randy Moeller, uh, he put the, put the cookies on the top shelf uh, this week. Uh, you know, he hit the cookie jar for sure uh, by potting some of those goals uh, against uh, those teams. So uh, Nolachari definitely ringing in uh, the Christmas season. Uh, you know, in a really huge way offensively, but like I said, hopefully, uh, Panther players take notice of this type of uh, offensive results that can come from playing a simple game.
1: Yeah, and you know, your description of him is right. He plays the game the right way. Uh, he's a grinder, uh, but he goes to the net. He realizes that that's where stuff happens, and it's you know, kind of amazing how he was open so. Blatantly on a couple of those scoring opportunities, and uh, he was just right place, right time. And you know, when you have a nose for the net, when you grind it out like that, when um, you know, you you keep your game simple. There's nothing fancy about Noel Achari, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Uh, a lot of guys have made a heck of a career scoring non-fancy goals, and uh, you know, the Panthers need that type of play because we often don't have enough of that. And you know, even on his um, It was the shorthanded goal, which turned out to be on a penalty shot. I mean, the BBT center went absolutely nuts when he scored on that. Uh, The bench was all uh, excited. Quenville was excited and smiling. And, uh, you know, for a little while there, Noel he had the magic touch. And uh, let's hope that that doesn't dry up.
0: I agree. I think we have to be... uh continued uh to to come at it and uh make sure that we play that simple game and i think that's been the issue for the panthers in the past is that tendency to get a little fancy uh to kind of you know try to make the perfect pass and, and nola chari is just the prime example of a guy who doesn't do it that way he just gets in there and uh he buries the pucks and and hopefully the whole team needs to kind of take note from that and i think they will i think that's leadership it, it shows by example uh the type of game that Quinville definitely wants them to be playing a little bit more. And so uh, hopefully there's a result from that.
2: Have you ever seen an NHL player get off a team bus and think to yourself, gosh, I wish I could dress that nice? Well, with Indochino, you can. Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Recently, I was shopping for a new dress shirt for my upcoming wedding, and when I decided to go with the Hyde herringbone shirt, I was blown away at all the customization options I had. I could change the type of collar, cuffs, and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket, all while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at Indochino.com with code NHL.
0: Well, Frank, we have to get into it. Unfortunately, last night's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And I just want to not, preface not this. Pretty. I want to preface this discussion because there's there's things to discuss there's there's business to do here, but I want to preface this discussion with this. Uh, two nights before Christmas, nobody in the NHL is looking great. Okay, you look around the games that were played uh, in the Monday night, which by the way, Monday night is the last uh, night that games could be played uh, on the NHL schedule as they go into the break around Christmas on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and of course the day after Christmas, so the players can be home with their families, which, by the way, is something I really like. I appreciate that about the NHL, uh, that they, they have that reverence for Christmas for their players. And I know that it would be nice to sit back and watch a hockey game on Christmas Day, but i got to be honest, I, I think it's good for the players to get that couple-day break. Uh, I don't begrudge them that. But um, they're going into the break, and uh, a lot of big blowout games on Monday night, December 23rd. Of course, yeah. the Panthers losing 6-1 to one, uh, to the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Canadians topping the Jets 6-2. Uh, to two. Uh, The Devils topping the Blackhawks, uh, sorry, Frank, 6-1, uh, to one, which uh, if you're losing to the Devils, man, that's not a good sign. Just throwing that out there. Um,
1: and, and just so you know, as we record this, that game isn't over yet.
0: Okay, well... it's kind of over, but anyway, um... not not
1: that I'm waiting (laughs) on a five goal comeback, but I'm just saying it could get worse before it gets better. Oh
0: man. As we record this already four nothing blues over the Kings in the first period, Uh, eight to six win Maple Leafs over the hurricanes, seven to three blowout Bruins over the Capitals, five to one blowout flyers over the Rangers. I mean, big blowouts. So I don't think Panther fans need to get uh, all crazy about a game. Uh, but I think uh, somebody on Twitter really summed it up well. We're going to read some more tweets in a little bit, but um, I really thought this tweet was great. I, I don't necessarily endorse this this uh, tweeter, uh, but I do enjoy this tweet. Uh, at Panther Manor says this, hashtag Florida Panthers win three straight, and all of Panther's Twitter says we are elite. Hashtag Florida Panthers lose a game in Tampa where we haven't won in years. And Panthers Twitter says, we suck. We're not making the playoffs and trade and fire everyone. It's true. There is a little bit of a reaction uh, sometimes uh, to the way that Panthers play in in a single game. And if we look at this week as a whole, uh, some fantastic uh, results uh, in those games, particularly uh, over the weekend when you had uh, basically three games in four nights, uh, you know, Friday night against Dallas. Saturday night against Carolina and the back to back and then Monday night against Tampa, um, you know, which is the game leading into a holiday break. Uh, so my first advice, uh, Panther fans, is just uh, take a breath. OK, calm down. <laughs> it's one game. Uh, I know that we can get a little reactionary, but it's the game before a holiday break. It's the third game in a four night stint. Um, you know, these things happen. You're not going to win every single hockey game. Uh, No one wins every single hockey game. So, uh, you know, did it look great? No. Uh, Is there reason to be concerned? Always. But uh, in this case, I don't know that this was as much a result of a lack of effort as some people are framing it to be, as much as it was a result of being the third game in a four-night stint of games and a game that's going into a holiday break. Also, the last game the Panthers will play against the Tampa Bay Lightning this season. So, Frank, I want to hear your thoughts. We know you have them. I know you have them. We want to hear them. What were your thoughts in the Tampa Bay game for the Florida Panthers?
1: Well, I agree with a lot of what you said about, uh, you know, three games, four nights. The schedule hasn't been in their favor too much recently. Um, And coming in against a Tampa team that was a little bit probably hungrier uh, we looked flat from the get-go, and uh, from the opening puck drop, you know, the first few minutes of the game, I could tell, at least the way from what I was watching, that this was not going to be a game that the Panthers um, were going to be, you know, playing well in. They just looked off. They looked flat. I even mentioned that on social media, and sure enough, uh, Tampa pushed it and pushed it and just kept coming. And you know, they are uh, a very, very talented team. They've got great forwards. They've got good goal scoring. They've got solid defense and they have a very good goaltender, uh, why they are where they are in the standings. You know, they're still behind the Panthers. I think now by one point, um, which is a little odd, but I think at the end of the day, they're going to be in the, they will be in the playoffs unless, you know, the wheels fall off of their team. And I don't see that happening, but, um, whether the Panthers weren't ready, Whether they were tired, whether they had Christmas on their mind, whether they were already on the plane, uh, ready to come home when the game started, it could be a combination of all that. But let's face it, some nights you're not good. And this was a night the Panthers were not good. And it's easy for us to say that the Panthers stunk when the reverse of that might be, man, Tampa was really sharp. Tampa was on their game. They weren't going to lose to anybody. Tuesday night, and maybe that's what it was. So, uh, you know, am I disappointed? You better believe it. I hate to lose, and I don't like to lose going into this four-day break. That's a long time to be thinking about this loss. And it's not, it's not the loss itself, Josh, and everybody that's listening. It's the way they lost. You can compete and lose. I get that. That's fine. The, I don't view that the Panthers competed on Tuesday night. And to not compete and to lose combined, that's just a bad sign. Um, but again, let's hope they can regroup. Uh, I don't know when their next practice is. My guess is it's going to be on Thursday, so they should have uh, today and Wednesday off to kind of collect themselves, get their thoughts back together, and then come back at it hard Thursday because uh, you know we got two weekend games coming up back-to-back Saturday, Sunday against Detroit and uh, Montreal. So that's my thought.
0: Yeah, I mean, and those are going to be opportunities for the Panthers to come back in a, a good way. I mean, uh, Detroit, obviously not the best team in the NHL this season. Uh, doesn't mean they can't win a game or two, but uh, the Panthers definitely have a good opportunity uh, to get things rolling again against Detroit on Saturday night. And then, of course, Sunday night Montreal around the holidays, always a huge game in South Florida with tons of uh, Canadians, uh, Habs fans coming down to watch their team uh, play. So uh, obviously, I always enjoy when the Panthers beat the Canadians around the holidays. So it's going to be uh, opportunities to come back and, 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 and get back in the game. But the reality is this, even with uh, winning three of the last four games, the Panthers hold on a playoff spot is not strong. And no. there's there's going to be a, a lot of tough weeks between now and April, and the Panthers have to do everything they can to bank points. And that means looking at a game like Monday night's game against Tampa and saying, okay, that was bad. We need to fix it, and let's not dwell on this too much. Let's get to the next game. Let's get a good start. But during the game, there was some issues. Uh, Obviously, we don't know yet uh, what the status is of Aaron Ekblad, but he went off the ice with injury in the third Mm -hmm. period. And then, of course, also uh, Anton Strauman taking a puck, uh, just a horrific looking injury uh, to the head. Um, Looked awful, but uh, it looks like uh, Strauman might be okay because he did come back out. Uh, towards the end of the game. But uh, yep. yeah, some uh, some some problems in the defensive department there, injury-wise. Um, and overall, play-wise, the defense looked awful, not to mention the injuries. So uh, there's definitely going to be some uh, examining that needs to happen, some uh, mm-hmm. self, self-reflection uh, in the eyes of the team. And then they need to get back at it uh, when it comes to this game against Detroit on Saturday night. I don't believe that the teams are allowed to report back until the 27th. So right. uh, Friday morning, though, I'm hoping that uh, Coach Q has got them out there on the ice doing drills, working on defense uh, scenarios. Because, uh, yeah, as bad as Detroit's been, they do have some guys that can score. So they're going to need to make sure that they limit those chances like uh, Dylan Larkin. And uh, I could never say that guy's name correctly. Anthony you. Anthony
1: Ethan cool? you
0: Anthony C U, yeah. So they're gonna definitely need to make sure that they uh, are ready for that. Um, but yeah, I think uh it's one of those situations when it comes to this game against Tampa where uh you have to just kind of look at it and say, Okay, it happened, it, it wasn't good, let's readjust and let's uh look towards the future because it's a long season and you don't want to get caught up at any any one game. Uh, whether it's good or bad. I mean, you can't look at the game against Dallas either and, and celebrate before uh, you've made it to April. Uh, so you can't look at either game, any kind of game, and overreact. And that's where I think fans uh, probably need to be a little more level headed. And, and I know it's hard, and I know that uh, there's excitement and a desire to see your team win, but uh, there definitely needs to be some level headedness when it comes to looking at a single game in a season. Um, because, you know, single games don't necessarily define seasons. And uh, so,
1: yeah, that's what I I have to say about that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. I mean, the the fandom is, uh, it's from one extreme to the other. I mean, I, I could read another tweet if you want me to read another tweet.
0: Yeah, let's read another tweet.
1: So this was from Puck Under the Sun. And this, I don't remember exactly what the score was when uh, he tweeted this, but he says, time for a rebuild. We have skilled players, but it's clear they don't care about winning. Whoa. That's pretty drastic from two aspects. Number one, time for a rebuild. Joel Quenville didn't come here for a rebuild. He didn't come here to check things out for 25, 30 games, not like it, and say, "Okay, guys, let's back up the truck, and uh, we don't compete for the next three years." That's totally, totally off base, right? I mean, I cannot imagine that that would be in the in the Panthers' plans, regardless of the game against Tampa. That's just that's a rotten, rotten take, and I'm sorry to be so negative on that, but that's way too harsh. The other half of that tweet is they don't care about winning. Now Josh, you've been in the dressing room. I've been in the dressing room. We've been there when they've won. We've been there when they've lost. These are million dollar athletes. They care about winning. And I kinda take Absolutely. offense I take offense when a fan says there's no heart. They're not they don't care. No, that's not it. Just Tuesday night, they didn't have it. So your natural reaction is to say they don't care about winning, or they don't have any heart. Well, no, that's not it. They just didn't have it. Now, what goes into not having it on a given night? There's a lot of different things, and we already mentioned them at the you know at the beginning of the show. So, I think we need to just like put the brakes on this just a little bit, right? Uh, we're still in a decent spot. Um, the The sky is not falling. The roof's not caving in. The key right now, and Quenville mentioned it after the game, is what's going to happen with Eckblad He doesn't think he's going to be available for the weekend, so that could be a problem. Uh, obviously, we'd have to look to go down and probably call up uh, uh, Riley Stillman. I almost said Corey Stillman uh, for defense, but uh, I'd love
0: to call up Corey Stillman.
1: To <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, um, you know, I think we just need to take a little Advil or take some Tylenol and just, like, back off just a little bit because that's a very, very harsh take.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting, too, because you look at a team like the New Jersey Devils who, uh, you know, told their fans at the beginning of the season that they were going all in and they went out and acquired P.K. Subban and they went out and made moves and made noise and then were awful and, of course, Taylor Hall getting traded to the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, And and it's easy to look at that and and maybe try to equivocate that to the Panthers situation and say, look, they realized they needed to rebuild. This is not that situation at all. Um, You know, the New Jersey Devils are in in, number one. I don't even think they have a goaltender. I think it's just like a, a, a shooter tutor in net for them. Uh, right now I think that's how they're playing Uh, you know they don't have much of anything going on Uh, and so it was it was overtly optimistic for them to tell their fans that they uh, were going for it in this season that's not the situation for the Panthers Uh, the Panthers have uh, an an all-star Vezna caliber goaltender in fact Sergei Bobrovsky according to the athletics poll of general managers is the third best goaltender in the NHL so they have a very good goalie. Uh, they have uh, some very good pieces defensively, and they have uh, one of the best offenses in the league. So because uh, you know, Noel Chari. So uh, it, it right. just it uh-huh. just uh, it, it goes to show you though that uh, fans can can overreact. I know it's impossible to believe that that could be true, but uh, fans can overreact sometimes. And so uh, yeah, I think that's a really bad take. and I think uh, that take's gonna look really bad over time, uh, with the Panthers this season. Uh, however, it doesn't mitigate the fact that the Panthers did not look good and, uh, they definitely need to uh, tighten up.
1: Yeah. And we're definitely not, we're we're definitely not trying to sweep this game under the carpet and, uh, just say, well, okay, everything is going to be a, okay. No, we're not saying that, you know, it wasn't a good game. We know it. I'm sure the Panthers know it. I'm definitely sure Quenville and the coaching staff know it, so they're going to have to work on a few things. I mean, these are the kind of games that you need to compete against, and these are the kind of games that you need to win to a build confidence and also um, keep your position in the standings. If not, move up in the standings. You know, uh, I think if the Panthers are going to get out of the Eastern Conference, you know, it's. Things are going to go through Tampa. They're going to go through Tampa. They're going to go through Boston uh, and Washington. Those are the top three teams. Everybody else is just kind of, you know, playing to uh, get to their level. And the Panthers are going to need to step up and get to that level. They have the ability. They have the skill. They just need to prove it on a nightly basis. Gil Martin here,
2: host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Well, Frank, we know that uh, people come to listen to this show to hear our Panther takes, but I think more importantly, people listen to this show to hear my Star Wars opinions. So... I just thought you, you think uh, so. I think so. Yeah. So I just uh, I just <laughs> thought I should throw out my opinion uh, on Rise of Skywalker, which I saw Thursday night and Saturday morning and Sunday evening. Um, Sunday Say afternoon. Say that again. I saw it Thursday night and Saturday morning and Sunday afternoon. Um, <laughs> this is my opinion. It's pretty good. You should watch it. Apparently. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, that's good. All right. I have some, no comment. Some interesting choices, but. It's good. But you know, it's whenever I see a Star Wars movie in the last five years or so, uh, it reminds me of the fact that it's the holiday season. And so, uh, yes, uh, this is Christmas Eve. Uh, Tonight, you know, we do all the uh, traditional Christmas Eve things. Tomorrow's Christmas Day. Uh, So hopefully everybody's going to enjoy a great holiday, whether you celebrate Christmas or or another holiday. Um, We are so excited about it. I know, Frank, you and I uh, love this time of year. Uh, it's going to be great, uh, but it kind of throws a wrench into our podcast plan. So you may have noticed we did not have a show uh, for Monday. Uh, we will not have a show tomorrow for Christmas Day, and we probably won't have a show. No, definitely won't have a show on the 26th, uh, but we do plan to come back this Friday Uh, December 27th, with a preview show uh, previewing the games coming up against Detroit and the Montreal Canadiens. So uh, just uh, stay tuned for that. That's our programming note. But everyone, enjoy the holidays with your family. Uh, Sit back. Breathe a little bit. Hopefully you get some sort of uh, Florida Panthers-related gift, maybe uh, some hockey tickets in your stocking or something like that, Uh, or a a New Jersey or a puck or something, and uh, enjoy that. And uh, try not to uh, stress out too much about Monday night's game. We're going to have a, a good yeah. holiday season, and there's a lot of hockey left to be played this year. So um, that's kind of our, our, our look this week for uh, the shows.
1: Yeah, and I just want to say uh, you know, I wish everybody uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holiday, uh, whatever it is that you're celebrating, uh, Festivus, if that's even <laughs> something that you want to For the rest of celebrate. us. For the rest of us. But uh, I also want to say thank you. To everybody, to our listeners, to our readers, to our followers, uh, you know, we really, really do appreciate you um, listening to us, being with us, and you know, we don't always agree. And I guess that's part of the fun of all of this. You know, we don't have to agree on everything, and that's what makes for good conversation. And we enjoy good conversation. But uh, I am truly thankful for everybody that's been with us for the long haul, and uh, for those of you newbies that have been. Uh, coming on recently so make sure you've subscribed tell your friends tell their friends uh we'd love to have as many listeners as possible because that just makes everything uh so much better for everybody it's a
0: great christmas present to give a friend just say hey subscribe to uh locked on panthers this one's on me yeah there you go (laughs) free subscription to Locked On Panthers for all your friends this holiday season. And they can become part of the family. And that's what this is. It's a Panthers family. Sometimes we fight. Sometimes it's awkward. Uh, Sometimes Frank's that weird uncle who says stuff that you're like, okay. But, you know, it's good. (laughs) It's good. You know, it's family. Uh, You know, people like George say, uh, you know, things like – the defense sucks. You know, um, it's, uh, you know. Hi, George. Yeah, we, we have different uh, different opinions. We throw them all together. But at the end of the day, it's people that make this podcast uh, strong. And so uh, we want you to be connected with us. Speaking of connecting with us, you can call in and give us your opinion. And we'll play it on the show. You can call it us in at 954 228 30. Again, that's 954-228-0630. You can also email us LockedonPantherspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at LOPanthersPod. Hey, we also highly recommend that you follow at Panther Parkway on the Twitter as well. And read Pantherparkway.com, a great place to get your access to Locked On Panthers if you want to listen. And of course, you can also subscribe to to Locked on Panthers, wherever podcasts are sold. So for this edition, Christmas Eve edition of Locked on Panthers, I'm Josh. I'm Frank. Thank you for listening.